evening, it's early morning of the next day. Because they flipped their days at sundown. Right. When it became evening, then it was the next morning. So they were waiting, I guess, for their legal people to get together and come out. Whereas unlike Jesus, it was so important everybody came out. This sounds to me like just a group of the legalistic Sadducees that assembled and picked them up. It doesn't sound like the whole Sanhedrin or any of that. Right. So they had to wait in order to do anything to them. Yeah, so it's interesting that they decided to keep this law and not keep it during Jesus' trial or during Jesus' uh, crucifixion and, and, and trial. It, but I think it speaks to, to something about us. We only like the rules we like, but when it comes to the rules we don't like or the rules that don't push or keep to our agenda, we ignore, right? That's not an okay mentality, right? If, if there's a law, if there is a, uh, a standard, we're called to keep it, right? Well, so they're, they're trying to address the issue because um, many of those who had heard the word believed, and the number of the men came to about 5,000 people. Like Andy was saying, they were trying to cut this off. They were trying to stop anything else from happening. They were trying to... Uh, essentially patch the, the, the broken dam, right? Like they're, they're trying to make sure that nothing else uh, happens. Because already up to this point, 5,000 men, we don't, this is just the men, we don't know how many women and children are involved in this number, right? 5,000 men came to know Christ. Let's keep going. Somebody read verses five through 12 for me. The next day, the rulers, elders, and teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest, was there, and so were Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and the other men of the high priest's family. They had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them By what power or what name did you do this? And Peter filled his boat. What did you say? Uh, all the way through 12. So on the next day, the rulers and the elders and the scribes gathered together in Jerusalem. They're finally ready to start this trial for, for Peter and John. And four individuals show up on the scene, four high-profile individuals. They were high-profile enough for Luke to mention them by name. We had uh, Anas, the high priest, and Caiaphas, and John, and Alexander. Now, 
Luke mentions that Anas is the high priest, which if you look at John's gospel, John says that Caiaphas, and actually the other gospels proclaim that Caiaphas is the high priest. So do we have a contradiction here? Or what's going on? Because this is just not, this isn't, this is this, probably the same, this is a relative, this isn't too far off from Jesus' trial, right? So why is there this apparent discrepancy? What's interesting is if you look at other non-biblical references, if you look at other historical documents uh, about the time, that document the time, it's interesting that uh, Anas, who was actually the, the father-in-law of Caiaphas, he was the high priest uh, during Jesus' time, during uh, Jesus' his time on earth. But right up before Jesus' trial, something happened politically to where uh, Anas was asked to step aside and his, father, his son-in-law, Caiaphas, was given the title. But it almost seems like there, but what's interesting is Luke, we, we believe here, is kind of poking at a reference that everybody uh, who was alive during this day understood. Caiaphas may be the high priest, but we know who's running the show, essentially, the father-in-law is. Because while he wasn't, he actually still was referred to in some situations as the high priest Anas was, but he technically wasn't the high priest. That was Caiaphas' son-in-law, but he still kind of threw around his influence, his weight. So he was kind of the man behind the scenes making everything happen. And so it seems like Luke is kind of making a uh, a quick little jab about we know Caiaphas is the high priest, but we know who the real high priest is. So, uh, so anyway, so we have an awesome we have Caiaphas. Caiaphas was the high priest who rules over part of Je- Jesus's trial, and then we have these two individuals that we do not necessarily know much about: John and Alexander. This isn't John the apostle. This isn't obviously John the Baptist is dead. We don't really necessarily know who these two individuals are. John, some believe uh, that this could have been uh, Johan ben Zakai, who was actually a well-known, he was actually a, a rabbi, a well-known rabbi during, the, during Jesus' time, during this period in history, who was actually a, he, let me get this right, he was actually a disciple of Gamiel's grandfather, which Gamiel is Paul's. Uh, Paul learned under, under Gamiel. And Gamiel, if you follow the tree, is the grandson of Hillel, who Hillel in the Jewish culture, in the Jewish, uh, uh, yeah, in the Jewish culture, is a big deal. Is it, a very big deal. And so we, some believe that this could be that John, the Johan, Ben, Zakai, but we don't necessarily know. And Alexander, some believe that he is a very wealthy individual during the time who would kind of furnish and, and give a lot of gifts to the temple so that's why he's kind of invited to the situation but this is all speculation we don't necessarily know who these uh, two individuals are but we know they're influential and they're part of the high priestly family right and so they come ready to try over over Peter and John 
And when they had sent them into their midst, that is Peter and John, they inquired, by what power or by what name did you do this? And I, after they asked this question to Peter and John, I kind of picture either like a narrator or maybe the Holy Spirit saying, it's a trap, right? 